0: Welcome to the Locked On Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Roland. Titans fans, it is a Monday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast, and today's show starts our 2022 Locked On Titans free agency preview. We're going to take a look at the quarterback and the running back position, who are the top names on the market, and which names make the most sense for the Titans if they dip into free agency. I'll cover all that and more on a Monday edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. Let's get it! You are Locked on Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast. Titans fans, it is a Monday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. Excited to kick off the 2022 Locked On Titans free agency preview where we're going to go position by position and take a look at all the different names available. What I like to do is look at some of the top names on the free agency market, look at some of the mid tier names, look at some of the names that make the most sense actually. For the Tennessee Titans. And that's exactly what we're going to do today with the quarterback position and the running back position. Before we get into that, I do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Also, I got to thank you guys for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen. Every day, if this is your first ever listen to the Locked on Titans podcast, make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you do stream. You're going to find the Locked on Titans podcast on all platforms and always free. And that includes the Locked on Titans YouTube channel. You want to catch the show on video, head over there, subscribe, smash that notification bell so you know when all of my content goes live. Hit that thumbs up button if you're watching on YouTube right now. Also, I'm always providing additional content and additional analysis on social media. Follow me on Twitter at Tic Tac Titans. Follow the show on Facebook at Locked on Titans Pod. Again, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, Tennessee Titans fan for 20 plus years. My focus on the show is to kind of look at things from an X's and O's perspective. We talk a lot of scheme, we talk a lot of film, but I always hit on all the big news and notes coming out of Nashville as well. And with it being, You know, right in the thick of free agency season, it's time to dive into our free agency preview. So let's talk about the quarterback position. Now, to begin the conversation, we have to talk about the way that the Titans have handled the quarterback position throughout the last few years. So, of course, we know, and it's been much discussed Ryan Tannehill is going to be the Titans starter in 2022. So you got Ryan Tannehill locked in there. The conversation when it comes to a free agency preview at quarterback is always centered around the backup quarterback. And of course, if you've listened to this show for any amount of time, you know I am anti-Woodside. I am not a big fan of Logan Woodside. I think that if the Titans ever gotten a spot, and of course, let's have this discussion. If Ryan Tannehill were to go down, for a large chunk of the season. Six, seven, eight games. The whole season, if he got hurt early, whatever. Yeah, the Titans are screwed. Okay, some of you guys are snickering the Titans are screwed with Ryan Tannehill, but come on now. Okay, they may lose in the playoffs, but I'd rather see the Titans go 12-5 and and get the number one seed and provide a fun and exciting season than see the Titans be what they were prior to getting John Robinson in the full. So, Let's just be honest with ourselves there. Ryan Tannehill is still going to lead the Titans to a good season. A, a playoff appearance, most likely. So, with that in mind, I get it. If if Tannehill were to go down, the Titans are screwed. But, what if Tannehill is hurt for two weeks? What if Tannehill is hurt for two quarters? I don't want the Titans to completely sink the boat. And, in my opinion, Logan Woodside, with his... One pat, one completion on three attempts for seven yards in his entire career. His 13 carries for four yards, which admittedly those are mostly kneel downs. But even watching Logan Woodside in the AAF where he had seven touchdowns and seven interceptions. I have never in my life seen this man look like a competent NFL level player. It is my opinion that he is not an NFL level player. I think the reality here is the Titans keep Logan Woodside around because he's cheap. He is the cheapest possible quarterback that you could get. If you go and look at the free agent tracker on Spot Track right now, he made the least amount of money of any quarterback that is a free agent from last year. So his last year's salary was the lowest of any possible available quarterback this year. The Titans go super cheap on backup quarterback. From a philosophy standpoint, I get it. But again, if Ryan Tannehill were to go down for two quarters, if Ryan Tannehill were to go down for two weeks, three weeks, the Titans would be screwed. They'd lose every single game. And I've been pining for the Titans to try to upgrade a backup quarter. I'm not asking them for to go out and get one of these names. Let's talk about the top names on the free agent market for a backup quarterback. Andy Dalton. Cam Newton. Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor. What a strange controversy there. Jameis Winston. None of those guys make sense. Teddy Bridgewater. None of those guys make sense. They're going to want way too much money and those are guys that are going to go to teams that have, uh, I don't know how the quarterback position is going to go. None of those dudes are even close to being as good as Ryan Tannehill, And they're going to want to be able to compete for a chance to play. That's not going to happen in Tennessee. The Titans need a backup quarterback. There's no competition here. Okay? So you look at other guys in the top tier of things like Jacoby Brissett Marcus Mariota, I know that gets you guys going. Joe Flacco, Mitch Trubisky. I mean, Trubisky made $2.5 million last year. He is a very viable backup quarterback. One of the best backup quarterbacks in the NFL right now. Now, I look at a guy like Jacoby Brissett. I want the Titans to upgrade at backup quarterback, but I simply don't see it. If they do, Brissett from this group would probably be the cheapest option because he doesn't want to compete for a start. Well, maybe he does in his own mind, but that's not what he's going to be asking for in negotiations. He knows he's a backup-level quarterback now. But not only is he a very good backup quarterback, he knows a little bit about Indy, and having some inside information never hurts. So Jacoby Brissett would be my pick out of that kind of first tier of backup quarterbacks. I think it makes sense, but the reality here is Logan Woodside is an exclusive rights-free agent, which means he can only really sign a one-year deal with the Titans He's going to be back, but uh, I'll just be dissatisfied again. But, like I said, those are the top tier of guys that could be backup quarterbacks, and I don't think the Titans would reach in that group anyway, even if they wanted to upgrade and get a better option than Logan Woodside. So now what I want to talk about is kind of that second tier of free agent quarterbacks that are available that I think could make sense for the Titans as a replacement for Logan Woodside trying to up uh, upgrade there and give yourself a little more confidence if, again, Ryan Tannello is out for a half of football, two weeks of football. A guy who I think wouldn't be an automatic loss for the Titans. Before we get into those names, I do want to tell you guys about Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar in the galaxy. They give you the best of both worlds you get. Fantastic taste. I mean, there are Built Bar flavors that I truly do think are better than some candy bars that I've had. I mean, the peanut butter brownie, the white chocolate cheesecake, uh, the salted caramel is delicious. They have different textures, not just different flavors. They have uh, puff bars, which have a a marshmallow-y consistency. They have the crunch bars, which have a nice crunch to them, which are some of my favorites as well. But again, they're healthy for you. They're low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber. All the bars are covered in 100% real chocolate as well. Yes, that's right. 100% real chocolate. They are not like any other protein bar you have ever had before. So go to BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off your order. Once again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Titans fans. Let's continue the opening installment of our 2022 Locked On Titans Free Agency Preview. Very excited to dive into this year's series. I think the Titans have a chance to hit on some good options in free agency as well. And, uh, you know, looking at backup quarterback, it's a position that I have been asking for the Titans to upgrade. I don't know if they will, but there are definitely some options out there that make sense. We just talked about the first tier of backup quarterbacks that are available. Now I want to get into that second tier, which I think is a more realistic place that the Titans could pick a guy from. Before we get into it, got to thank you guys again for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first to listen every day. Make sure that you're also following the Locked On NFL podcast. Locked on experts are covering the biggest stories around the NFL every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. And your boy is the host of the Thursday Locked On NFL show. So I would appreciate the support, not only for me, but for the Locked On Podcast Network. Uh, Do got to mention here that it's free and available wherever you get your podcast. So get all your Tennessee Titans news here with me every day, then get your national NFL news with the Locked On NFL Podcast. But diving into this second tier of backup quarterback options for the Titans. Like I said, I think they'll stick with Logan Woodside because they're going cheap. They want to go super cheap at backup quarterback. And if Ryan Tannehill were to ever get hurt, they're going to punt. But I think that's unwise. Because who says that Ryan Tannehill gets hurt for a long amount of time? If it's just a half, a couple of quarters. If it's just a couple of weeks. You want somebody who can steady the ship. Yeah, it's going to be a downgrade. It's going to be tough to win. But somebody who at least gives you a chance. And I don't believe that Logan Woodside does that. So what are guys that can also be cheap? while at the same time being an upgrade from Logan Woodside. And let me know down in the comments whether you think any of these guys are an upgrade over Logan Woodside. I know that uh, this is just the the reality of fandom, but when a guy is on the roster, fans tend to just go with him no matter what because he's a a guy on the team and there's a blind loyalty there, whatever. I I don't look at football that way. If he's on my team, he's good. Then I like him. No, I, I don't look at it like that. So some names. Older reliable, Blaine Gabbert. Now, I know I've had some hot takes about Gabbert in the past, and I know that Blaine Gabbert is older now than he was when he played for the Titans. But, he won a game. I mean, Blaine Gabbert did pretty well, and the Titans won a couple games when he had to play as a backup quarterback. So, That's all I'm looking for. Yeah, it was ugly. And Blaine Gabbert was not the reason they won those games. And he tried to hurt them at times. And people will just remember the interception that he threw against Indianapolis in the year that kept him out of the playoffs. But that's backup quarterback for you. But he won a couple of games. And I think that's super important. That's all we are looking for here. Steady the ship. Don't be a complete tank on the offense. Which I believe Logan Woodside would be. So, Blaine Gabbert, a guy like Chad Henney, A.J. McCarron, Geno Smith, Colt McCoy, Chase Daniel, Brian Hoyer. I mean, all of those guys are sage veterans who have been backups in the NFL for multiple years who have come in at times and shown that they can, in fact, steady the ship. I mean, Geno Smith got a big win, Colt McCoy got a big win this year. Uh, we've seen A.J. McCarron come in and play okay football. Chase Daniel, of course, is maybe on the lower end of that list. Same with Brian Hoyer, but they're more reliable in my eyes than Logan Woodside. If if Tannehill went out for a half, if Tannehill went out for two to three weeks, I think there's a chance the Titans could get a win or two with these guys. They'd have to play smart football and, and play solid game management. But a lot of those guys that I just mentioned have proven they can do it. Specifically a guy like Colt McCoy or a guy like AJ McCarron I think could really come in and help the Titans now. Those are maybe not the highest level of backups like I talked about in our first segment but they are decent backups who could get 3 to $4 million dollars somewhere in there and I just don't know if the Titans would be willing to pay up on that kind of amount with how cheap they've gone with Logan Woodside in previous years. As a matter of fact, I don't think That they would do that. But you're hearing from me. I'm giving you my opinion here. I would go after a Colt McCoy and A.J. McCarron. I think that would be logical. But, again, I don't think the Titans pick anybody out of that top group. I don't think the Titans pick any out of that group I just mentioned. So who are some options? I got three of them. Okay? I got three of them. Number one, another familiar face who spent pretty much all of 2020 on the Titans practice squad. Trevor Simeon, who actually started a game with the Saints against the Titans last year, and if the kicker didn't miss two field goals, extra points, the Saints would have beat the Titans with Trevor Simeon. So, Trevor Simeon, four games last year, 57% completion percentage, 1,154 yards, had 11 touchdowns and three interceptions. You're telling me that guy is not better than Logan Woodside? I mean, Trevor Simeon is, I think, 13 and 16 in his career. He's almost won half of his games. You're telling me that guy is not better than Logan Woodside? The reason that they kept Logan Woodside on the active roster and Trevor Simeon on the practice squad in 2020 was because of COVID. It was about having a COVID backup guy because if Tannehill and Logan Woodside were close contacts and got knocked out, you need a guy on the practice squad who you can count on. So I truly do believe that that was a sign that Simeon was better than Logan Woodside, and that's why they were more precautious and more safe with Simeon. But they let Simeon go late in 2020. He was poached by the Saints, and he started games for the Saints last year, four of them. And yeah, the Saints didn't win any of those games. But Trevor Simeon is still a viable backup quarterback who can run the Titans scheme and knows the Titans system. I would much, feel much more comfortable with Trevor Simeon starting games for me in the NFL than I would Logan Woodside. And that's really what it comes down to. Not how great is this guy, it's how much better can he be than Woodside. And I think it's a significant difference. Uh, another guy that makes some sense, Mike White, who had a, a 15 seconds of fame with the Jets last year. A young guy who you know still is pretty solid. He is a restricted free agent, though, but... I don't know if the Jets want to bring him back and, and continue that uh, small controversy with him and, and Zach Wilson. Uh, another guy who's a restricted free agent, but I think could be let go and put on the open market, is Joss, Joss, uh, Josh Rosen. Okay, The former top pick in the NFL, got banished by the Arizona Cardinals. I don't blame him. Kyler Murray is definitely better than Josh Rosen. But the point is he had the talent to be drafted in the top 10, top 11 picks. He's been moved around. I think he has had the worst support of any first-round quarterback ever. I mean, literally one year into his career, after having the worst roster in the NFL, having Steve Wilkes as his head coach, who was one and done, he was kicked to the curb by Arizona. Rightfully so, but I think there is some juice that could still be squeezed out of Josh Rosen. And He's a tall kid, got decent mobility. He's a restricted free agent after spending the season with Atlanta who runs a similar system to what the Titans are doing because of Arthur Smith, but they have a young guy who they just drafted, Felipe Franks, who I believe started in Miami, went to Arkansas. Um, They're probably going to roll with Felipe Franks. Bring in Josh Rosen. 54% completion percentage, 12 touchdowns, 21 interceptions, 2,864 yards. His record is absolutely miserable because he started most of the year on that Cardinals team that was god-awful and got the first pick. So... I think that Rosen is a really smart play and let him come in and battle it out with Logan Woodside in training camp, man. You know, like I said, Logan Woodside is an exclusive rights free agent, which means that he has been in the NFL less than three years. And he was cut from his originally drafted team. So he's basically only got the choice to come back to the Titans on a one-year deal. But again, I don't trust Logan Woodside at all. I don't understand this. I'm never going to let it go. He's probably going to be back. I'm going to keep saying that. But either way, I think that Josh Rosen, Trevor Simeon, or Mike White would be good options for the Titans at backup quarterback. They're going to be cheap. They're realistic. And I think that they're better players than Logan Woodside. So that's some options that I would target. Now, I want to talk about the running back position and there are some big names there, but obviously that's not the route that the Titans are going to go. So I found some, some different style running backs that I think could make sense for the Titans in free agency. Before we get into that, I do want to tell you guys a little bit more about the title sponsor of today's show. BetOnline.net. Yes, football season might be over, but basketball season is in full swing with pro and college hoops. So for all the latest odds, totals, player performance, props, all that, make sure you go to BetOnline.net. They are your number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores and news this season. It's not just basketball either. BetOnline.net has hockey, boxing. UFC, even Olympic coverage. So head to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more about all the trends and all the action. Bet online, where the game starts. Titans fans, let's cap off this first installment in our 2022 Lock on Titans free agency preview. We just broke down the entire quarterback landscape and what makes sense for the Titans. I identified a couple of targets, uh, in one in the first tier, a couple in that second tier that I think could be upgrades for the Titans, but still financially makes sense. Now I want to have that conversation about running back. Before we get into that though, do want to thank you guys for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. Tomorrow, you're going to dive into the wide receiver position. Very excited to talk about that. If I think the Titans could really surprise us, in free agency, I think it could be at the wide receiver position. So we'll look at all the options. We're going to spend the entire show talking about wide receiver. Now, if on Monday there are some big breaking Tennessee Titans news, I'm going to adjust on the fly, of course, and make sure that we cover that. But if the Titans continue to be quiet, which they didn't start making salary cuts and things like that last all season until the second week of March. So if that remains the case, then we're just going to, you know, continue going through with our free agency preview and hit wide receiver next. But we got to talk about running backs. And before we get into it, do want to tell you guys that you made the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen. Now your second listen should be the Locked On NFL Draft podcast. Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker bring the NFL draft to life. Every day with insights and analysis, not only on college football prospects, but also on NFL front offices. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. It's the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. But, let's talk about the running back position in general. So, you got Derrick Henry, your hammer, your, you know, workhorse back. Okay, everybody knows. That's that's the move there. But then, the only other guy on the roster is Darrington Evans. And Darrington Evans is supposed to be a guy who can take a couple of carries from Derrick Henry every game, five to eight carries, but also could be a guy who lines up in the backfield, play that scat back position for the Titans as they're passing down back, be good in pass protection while also catching the ball out of the backfield and making plays there. Maybe even be used as a gadget player, which is what I was hoping on jet sweeps and pitches and tosses and all those different things. Screen passes, he should be good at those. But the reality here is, is that, Darrington Evans has given the Titans absolutely nothing in two years. I think there's a chance that he could be cut because he's set to make be worth $1.2 million in his cap hit. The Titans can eat dead cap of about $400,000 and save $800,000 by cutting Darrington Evans. That's what I would do. But if the Titans decide to bring him back one more year, give him one more shot to stay healthy and be productive, then fine. Then fine, go ahead. But that's a tough pill for me to swallow when you see a sixth-round pick like Elijah Mitchell be one of the better backs in the NFL last year for San Francisco when the Titans get a guy like Dontrell Hillier and Deontay Foreman off their couch halfway through the NFL, and they're far more productive and reliable players than Darrington Evans. So it's just hard for me to eat that $1 million in that roster spot by keeping Evans around. There are so many guys every single year in the draft and in free agency getting picked up all practice squads, who are just better, more productive, reliable players than Darrington Evans. So I don't get why the Titans would eat it for one more year when the guy's body just can't hold up. But I don't get to make that decision, so my thoughts and my opinions on that are falling on deaf ears, obviously, but we'll see what shakes out there. But what I do think the Titans need to do is they need to draft somebody who can either do a little bit of both like balance out Derrick Henry as a significant runner while also catching the ball out of the backfield, or they need to go get somebody who can be their new Deontay Foreman, who's kind of a Derrick Henry substitute, and then they need to bring in a veteran to compete for that role with Darrington Evans. Who would that be? Well, there are some names at the top, Melvin Gordon, David Johnson, Leonard Fournette, Corderell Patterson, C. Michelle, Marlon Mack, Ronald Jones, James Conner, Daryl Williams, even J.D. McKissick, Chase Edmonds. I don't think those dudes are options for the Titans. I mean, Chase Edmonds is a guy who would fit the bill. He would be a really nice compliment to Derrick Henry. But he's only 25 years old and Track has his calculated market value at about $5.2 million. It's basically the Deion Lewis contract. They'd be looking for a Deion Lewis. And I just don't think that's the route to go when you can get so many productive guys in the draft or even cheaper off the street. So who does make sense for the Titans? Well, if they want to go with a guy to push Darrington Evans for that scat-back receiving-back option, then I think that a guy like Jarek McKinnon who played for the Chiefs last year, Uh, had a pretty solid year for the Chiefs. He really got going later in the year. But his career, 567 carries, uh, 2,299 yards, 12 touchdowns. He's had 188 catches, 1,344 receiving yards, seven touchdowns, and he's been a good pass blocker. Throughout his career, he's had three seasons over 78 as a pass-blocking grade per pro football focus. He had an 87 pass-blocking grade in 2021, just last season. So, good in pass protection, can catch the ball out of the backfield, he can be that scat back. Similarly, a guy like Duke Johnson, he's had 530 carries in his career for 2,261 yards and 11 touchdowns, so he can't tote the rock in the run game, but 311 catches, 2,870 receiving yards, 12 receiving touchdowns. He had an 85.6 pass blocking grade in 2021, so he can hold up there as well. Pass protection is key for that third down running back. So those guys make some sense if the Titans want to look at somebody who is, you know, kind of a Darrington Evans counter. But if they want somebody... You know, say they get a Darrington Evans counter in the draft or as an undrafted free agent, and they want to sign a veteran in free agency who can maybe help Derrick Henry and take some of those carries, kind of the Deontay Foreman role. If Foreman's not brought back, I think Foreman would obviously be a great choice to bring back. But some people are thinking he might get a decent deal this year because he played so well with the Titans. And they're not going to pay up at running back. I don't believe that. Like I said with Chase Edmonds, they're not going to pay 3 to $5 million for a backup running back. They're simply not, and they shouldn't with how many good running backs are found in the draft in undrafted free agency. And speaking of undrafted free agency, an undrafted free agent running back who actually made the Pro Bowl and has had a pretty good career is Phillip Lindsey. 622 carries, 2,799 rushing yards, 18 rushing touchdowns. He's had 81 catches, 510 receiving yards, two receiving touchdowns, so he's not nearly as prolific in the receiving game, but he can run the ball also. He's returned some kicks, In his career. So he can help you on special teams from that aspect. A former teammate of his. Royce Freeman. 353 carries. 1,356 yards. 8 rushing touchdowns. He's had 79 catches for 486 receiving yards. And 1 receiving touchdown. Again. They run the ball better than they catch the ball. So it's the flip side of the first two guys I mentioned. But they could be brought in for very cheap. And give the Titans a, a chance to get a look at somebody else. Now, I got to say, Phillip Lindsay, terrible in pass protection. He's been under 40 in his pass blocking grade the last three seasons. So, that's probably the lowest of my options. Royce Freeman, though, has been pretty good. He was pretty good his first two years. He was bad his last two years. But, you know, I think he's been on worse teams as well, especially the last two seasons. So, for me, I think that those two guys, if you want a Darrington Evans counter, McKinnon or Duke Johnson, you want a Derrick Henry complement, Philip Lindsey, Royce Freeman, I think those guys would make a little bit of sense. But again, I would like the Titans to handle this in the draft or even an undrafted free agency. I mean, there are just too many productive guys coming out of college every year can be put right in and make an impact to spend money there. Now, if the Titans do want to spend a little bit of money there, I think a guy that makes some sense, he only made $2.5 million last year, is James White from the Patriots. I mean, he's only had 319 carries in his career for 1,278 yards and 11 rushing touchdowns. But look at this receiving 381 catches, 3,278 receiving yards and 25 receiving touchdowns. He truly would be a perfect fit with Derrick Henry. He's had an over 70 pass blocking grade every single year of his career except for 2020. He has been dynamite in pass protection. He is the perfect third-down pass-catching running back. I mean, he is just great as a role player. So that would make some sense for the Titans, and they'd be comfortable with the guy because he came over from New England. I don't think that the Titans are going to end up with James White because they're not going to want to spend that money. They'll probably be around two and a half, three million million, $3 million again. But, I mean, at that point, if you're going to go get a free agent, why not? Why not? So I still think that role needs to be filled in the draft, but. If you do go to free agency, I think those five names make a little bit of sense. But that's going to do it for our opening installment of the 2022 Locked On Titans free agency preview. Talked quarterback. Talked running back. Next, we're going to get into wide receiver, which is a very important position for the Titans this offseason. So, can't wait for that. Also, before I go... um, I know that we all, you know, listen to the show and I do the show, try to kind of escape our daily lives, have some entertainment, things like that. But there's a lot of bad things going on in the world right now. Um, And I I just want to say that it's unfortunate. It's sad. uh, And you got to give all your positive thoughts and just hope that, you know, lives continue to be, or I guess continue isn't the right thing to say, but lives start to be valued and... We can have some peace instead of having unnecessary war. Um, it's unfortunate I don't talk about politics. I don't really get into all that stuff. But I just wanted to take a moment. It, I would I would hate myself if I didn't at least speak up on my platform a little bit and say something. Thinking about, you know, the people who are involved. Uh, it's just entirely unfortunate. Um, whereas, progressed as a society, but continue to make the same mistakes and and the same old sins in new ways. It's just unfortunate and it's sad. And um, I hope if any of you are affected, any listeners over in the Ukraine, and even, you know, the people of Russia who don't support this action, you know, it has to be hard uh, for them as well if, you know, not comparing the situation, but either way, it's just sad. Um, I'm no political scholar or, you know, war strategist or anything. I don't have any insights like I would with the Titans, but... Just wanted to say something here. It's just unfortunate and sad. My thoughts are with all those people who are affected and hoping that we can have a peaceful resolution uh, sometime soon and certainly don't hope for any escalation whatsoever uh, to get more countries involved and more innocent people involved. When the rich wage war, it's the poor that die. And uh, my thoughts are with those people right now. So I hope everybody stays safe as uh, safe as you possibly can uh, here in the States and and all over the world. Just... Uh, brings me great sadness to see what's going on but either way hate to end on a sad note or a, or a down note but had to speak my piece there and make sure that that I said something uh thoughts are with all those people but that's gonna do it for me today folks as always I am your host Tyler Roland, and this was Locked on Titans